Party Social. Social media podcasts. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Antisocial Social Media Podcast. I'm Sam Darliston. And I'm Charlie Powell. And today we are joined by TV star, handsome fella, oh, and most zen it. man ever. It's E.L. Booker. <laughs> hello, hello. Namaste. 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 <laughs> so, E.L., me and Charlie, in previous episodes, we've already confessed how much we are glued to our phones nowadays. Yeah. What is it like for you? Like, how much time do you spend on social media each day? Do you know what? Like, I hate to admit it, but mm. but we're social media addicts and I am glued to my phone and it's very hard to get off my phone. I think no matter what I'm doing, my phone is there next to me in sight with the screen facing me just in case anything pops up. And at any given moment, I will be checking it consciously or subconsciously without even realizing. And it's kind of hard to admit because I don't think anyone wants to admit it and everyone wants to be that person that is kind of like, nah, social yeah, media yeah, yeah. doesn't affect me, mm-hmm. and, you know? But I think living in the world that we live in, the 21st century, first world country, it, it's, it affects all of us it in does, some way, shape or form. They say admitting is the first sign of acceptance. <laughs> yeah. as well. We've hey. all admitted it. We've all admitted it. Does it affect like relationships with people, do you think, like in general? Or are you always like heads down, glued to your phone? No, I... Because I find it really hard, like, uh, so, some, like even when I'm sat uh, with you having yeah. a pint, I'm like, I'll, I'll, Dude, that's, in my head. that's a hard question. Do you know, I think for me, I'm quite a conscious person and I'm quite aware of my surroundings and I try and lead a conscious and mindful life. So if I'm socializing with people, I do try and be aware of the fact that I don't want to be on my phone. You know, if I'm yeah. sat at dinner with people, I try and almost sit on my phone or just away from my phone or keep it in my jacket pocket. But I'd lie if I said that every single dinner or every single social circumstance that I'm in, I wasn't on my phone once or twice. So I think it's about being conscious of it. But yeah, it definitely to an extent affects your social interactions slightly. Yeah, 100%. Like I I definitely find it affects. Sometimes I have days where I, I will deliberately leave my phone out of the room. So yeah. I can be there and talk yeah, to people. Yeah, you're quite good at that. See, yeah. I just, I just. Yeah, I think again, it depends the circumstance. If I, if, if I'm trying to be on it and I'm trying to be present, then yeah. I will leave my phone away from me. But if I want a distraction, then mm. I know my phone it's is the easiest. It's great in awkward situations. You can like, just stand there. I was and just, about to say, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what? Like sometimes I'm at an event or something, and like I don't know, people will go off, and I'll be stood there, and you know, you don't just want to be stood there because you feel like, yeah. oh no, yeah. I'm standing. Like, is it weird that I'm standing here on my own? So you'll get your phone is almost like a comfort blanket, yeah. and you mm. pull it out, and it gives you. It, it almost makes you not feel alone. Yeah, which is which is yeah, mad. Yeah, it's yeah. mad when you think about it because stand there, stood there on your own or on your phone, you're still on your own. Yeah. Mm. But I suppose if you're interacting with people, you're sort of not on your own. But I guess you are. Know. It's like Weird. people are age, no. we don't know how to be bored anymore because it's just taking away any kind of boredom. But like then, it's just always there. But then I disagree because if I'm bored and I'm just scrolling for no apparent True. reason, yeah. I'm bored. I'm still yeah. bored. I'm just filling the time with with useless yeah. scrolling like, on my screen. Useless memes. Useless yeah. memes. And some good memes as well. Yeah, look, and there's there's pros to it because it's social like social media, you can learn a lot from it, you know, like I follow, if I'm having a bad day for say, you know, I follow a lot of inspirational pages and, and kind of motivational speakers. And sometimes subconsciously they they pick yeah, me yeah. up without even realizing it. Mm. But on the other hand, surely I should just be able to pick myself up, you know, because, yeah. because that is 
a human nature, and it's that's true. what we should be I able to do. I follow the Dalai Lama on Twitter. Oh, what a babe. It's, hey, the, be- it's hey. the best thing I've ever done. Like, honestly, every day I'm like, yeah, sound, cheers, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Love a quote. Um, so this is quite a big question, to be fair, because I don't even know what my answer would be to this. But do you think the world would be a better or worse place without social media? Oh, that is a big question. Mm. Um, I think the world is a better place with social media Mm -hmm. because I do believe that it has allowed people all over the world to connect, to interact. It allows you to raise awareness. It allows you to, to have a voice and a platform in order to do some really great things. But there are pros and cons to it, you know. It's also a place where people feel like they have freedom of speech in such a direct way without really thinking about the consequences of their words. Like, you have so many trolls on social media. Would a troll really say what they say on social media if that person Mm. was standing in front of them? I don't believe so. And so I think it allows you to become numb to people's feelings and emotions, which I don't think is great. And it also allows people to sometimes spread stupid stuff that yeah. nobody really needs to see or wants to see. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's massive pros and cons, isn't there? Yeah, I think, you know, you can't determine whether the world is will be a better or a worse place with or without it because it's here. Mm. Mm-hmm. But there are incredible pros to it, but we can't deny that there's also some really big cons to mm. it. And, and it does affect a lot of people, not even, like, I think our generation is kind of on the cusp of it because we remember what life was like without social media. I was just about to say, media. I worry about the the young people. Yeah, so I, like, I have a little sister and like I've got cousins and stuff and they were born into a world with social media and, when, and they were born with phones and iPads and stuff in their hands. And so it's really a very different place. I know that I wanted to do what I wanted to do before I was getting likes on Instagram, yeah. whereas their aspirations are to become insta famous or to have more likes than their friends or to make sure that they're all commenting on each other's and i think that is a dangerous place because you get gratification through something which actually doesn't mean very much at all and doesn't exist yeah and there's some incredible people out there hugely influential who Mm. have achieved incredible things who have no presence on social media Mm. because they're great without it and they don't need it. Interesting. Is, I can talk for hours yeah, yeah, about yeah. this stuff. I, I really it. can. Your voice is really comforting like through, <laughs> through the processing as well. I'm like, I'll just um, calm you with my voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, so let's talk Love Island. Yes. Um, do you have phones? So when you went in, did, were you allowed phones or were they different no, phones? No phones. No not, phones. How, um, so how, how we did actually, you cope? We went into lockdown, mm. which is a week before where it's being released into the press that you are going into the villa. And so you have no access to social media or your phones or contact with your family or friends a week before you actually go into the villa. That week before was really difficult because obviously you're already nervous about this new experience that you're about to embark on. You just want that comfort of your family and friends to be like, look, like you're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. But yet you can't contact them. When you're in the villa... To be honest, it was it was a welcome relief that I didn't have my phone. Mm. It It's a weird one. You didn't know what was going on in the outside world. And I don't think I wanted to. You know, there was so much to consume your mind within there. And there was so much going on. And it was difficult at times and amazing at times. And if I, I think if I had my phone, it would have been a very different experience. And I would have been conscious of not being myself because I would have been seeing people's yeah. opinions of me. And I think I think it was a good thing. 
but then again, you when you leave, you get your phone back, and that's also a lot to take yeah. in because yeah. all of a sudden, how did it? How did it like change your? It obviously changed your world, right? You went in like how well, many followers no, did you have when you went in? It didn't change my world because I don't want to give it that. that isn't your full world? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, completely. Yeah, okay, you know, so but it definitely changed my presence on social media and an element of my world. Yeah, I went in with like forty thousand followers. So I was modeling at the time and doing all right, and I came out with over 800,000 and mental and then you've got whatsapp and messenger and you've got people getting at you and do you know what it was really amazing because everyone just wants to show love and support yeah. you know some people were like oh people are going to crawl out of the woodworks mm -hmm. and like and it was like they're not crawling out of the woodworks they're just supporting you on this journey that you've embarked on and they want to and they want to show you their support so yeah. i thought that was really nice but then it's also hard to reply to everyone you know and just I like bet you feel like you you should because everyone's being so nice. But a hundred percent, I I would have loved to have replied to everyone and and told everyone how grateful I am for their support. But it would have consumed my whole world, and I wouldn't. And it's just impossible. Yeah, you know. Um, but it was it was overwhelming, definitely, to come out and and all of a sudden be held in such high regard because you've got on a show where effectively you're just trying to date someone, you know, and you're getting into bed with them. And then all it's of a, a weird sudden, world we live in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy world we live in. Do you, do you think you use it more, though, since you've come out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and social media. What else? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm um, yeah, I guess so. to an extent, you know, I'm... I'm not going to lie, my presence on social media, I was trying to grow it, you know, whilst I was a model because I knew that it was going to impact my work and I was still very much proactive, you know. Your phone isn't just a place where you're on social media, it's where your email, it's where you're yeah. working mm. from. If you're not at a nine-to-five job where you're sat at a desk, your phone is your computer it's and your it's your work. your brand as well, right? Yes, so... So I was on it a lot before, but definitely, you know, if I like, I don't even want to admit, you know, on iPhone, you can see Track. your screen oh, time. I and know, how we talked about this last mm. week. And, nope. and it actually makes me feel sick at times when I see it. And, and I cannot believe how much time I've spent. And if I think about the amount of time I've spent on it and what I achieved... <laughs> then, yeah. then it's, it's yeah, not great. Yeah, yeah. It's yours. So mine, every time I check mine... WhatsApp's always quite high, but I'm like, that's just text. Yes. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Instagram's always my highest. Okay. Like, by Go on. a lot. What I, is it? I don't even Wait. know. Oh, where's I it, can Sam? have a look now. But, it's probably not um, as bad as me. You, you're all right. Sam switches it off at night. Bloody hell. Today I've been on a social media diet. <laughs> 19 minutes on Instagram. Oh, Jesus. Mate, mate, <laughs> you're, you're living your best yeah. life over there. Oh, no, it's, it's just jumped up. They oh. hadn't refreshed. It's an hour and two minutes on Instagram. That's still pretty good. How, how do you find out? Screen time. There should be there should be like an app thing I'm on your phone. Check. Probably don't want to look. Go on, no, yeah. what about you, no. You know, say no, no. I can <laughs> say so. Overall, the hours on my phone are four hours and fifteen minutes, and Instagram is on two hours. Whoa. WhatsApp is on an hour. But then again, I've had a busy day today. I've been in meetings and I've been conscious of not being on my phone. Yeah, that's not a very busy um, day. I, I'll be honest. I've seen it when it's been like three, four hours wow. a mm -hmm. day, Mad. and it's it's just not productive no you know it's not i think about what i could achieve if i wasn't on there and if i decided to i don't know pick up a book and or, mm. or research something that interests yeah. me and that i want to learn about but then but then social media does have a control over our it's lives weird, even watching telly now i i'm on my phone yeah to I'm see what people are telly. tweeting about it well, yeah or, yeah yeah or even just not yeah and then see scrolling. i'm not on twitter 
I don't like Twitter, no. Yeah. I think it's... I'm I'm not a fan of Twitter. I think it breeds just... Opinions. Yeah, opinions, but... Don't get me wrong. I believe everyone's entitled to their mm. opinion, but it believe it it breeds unnecessary opinions where people are quite or very hateful, yeah. very direct, and again, don't really consider the other person behind the phone or what or what they're really talking about. Mm. So, I I remove myself of Twitter Did because you? yeah, I don't I don't have time for that. I try to lead a drama-free, positive, happy life mm. as well as I can, and I think Twitter doesn't allow you to do that yeah i was gonna say next next question was how does sort of social media and the pressure of being in the public eye affect your mental health because you're quite good at it aren't you you're quite good at sort of managing it well you look like yeah you you know perception (laughs) is everything in this world (laughs) no to an extent i am i am good at managing it and at times it's affected me massively. You know, when I first came out of the villa and I, I felt a duty that I had to post, I had to engage. Yeah. And I also had to show this idea of myself that people had of me that wasn't necessarily a full representation of who I was. And at that point it was quite difficult just because I didn't know really how to to manage it or how to do it. And all of a sudden it was like, if I wasn't having a good day, it would look like I'm having a good day. Yeah. And I'd post a picture of me smiling and happy. And actually... I forced myself to to smile mm-hmm. like that for the sake of it in order to show an audience something that wasn't necessarily true. Yeah. And that started to get me down and then I started to think hang on a minute like is the person I am on Instagram the person I am? I think uh, that's so important because I think a lot of people I've felt it, like that it's before not, definitely. Cuz cuz it's a it's like a it's highlights of your life. Completely. Like, well, it's the best bits of your life. And you get people looking at that and then thinking that and they compare themselves a... to you. Yes. And it's, always, it's almost like a vicious circle because yeah. they're comparing themselves going like, ah, oh, he was happy all the time. He's got a sick life. Completely. And then you're probably doing that to the next person yeah, or, yeah, like yeah. that you're looking at. Literally. And, and, that. and I think it's detrimental to our audience if we, if we pretend like we live this high life that we're, we're unaffected by anything, you know. Every single person in this world is a human being made up of the same components. Our brains work differently, but we all have emotions. We all have feelings and everyone's circumstance is relative to themselves. So no matter what life you lead, there are situations that are going to affect you or are going to get you down. And so Instagram doesn't portray that. So I got to a point at the end of last year, beginning of this year, where I tried to be more honest and truthful with myself. And I think at that point, I, I refound who I was within a new industry because you you go into Love Island someone, you come out as someone else because you're portrayed in a certain way, which Mm. is a representation of you, but it's not the full representation of you. And then you're trying to play up to that character and then you get to a point where you realise, hang about, like people are missing fundamental parts of me that I want to show them. And so I started to regain myself and I tried to say to myself that I will be honest with my Instagram. Mm. And don't get me wrong, they don't have to see all the bad bits because that's your private life. But (laughs) if you want to share things with people, you should be able to without caring about their opinion and so mm. when it's come to mental health and certain things i've tried to show both sides of it and say that it's not I think all it's so what it's made out to be as a guy as well to do that i don't know i just i feel like yeah it, you know it's it's interesting you say that because i'm quite i'd like to think i'm quite in touch with my emotions mm-hmm. i i believe that just because we're a guy doesn't mean we have to be hard Absolutely. as nails and like 
we have emotions. I can still so go out and, and be a lad and be a guy and also be aware of the way go that home I feel. And cry at night. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I don't have too much to cry about. But yeah, if I needed to cry, then I'll cry. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And if I want to laugh, if I want to be sad, and I think recognizing your emotions is the only way that you can really overcome them and move forward. Yeah. And that's what I've learned. And so with my platform, I want to raise awareness for the fact that it makes you no less of a man to be honest about your emotions and have bad days and good days and, yeah. and love and hate and all of this stuff. Fully. Yeah. I fully rate that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, yeah. I don't think I've, I think I'm pretty honest now with my social media. I used to, I used to do similar sort of stuff where it just be all happy, always going out, all that sort of stuff. But like a lot of the time in the day, because I work in the evening, yeah. I've started just like... Instagramming like the boring bits of my day. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh, like, this is actually so what I'm doing. Like, because people always think, yeah. "Oh, you're so busy all the time." And I'm like, actually, I'm not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah, 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 completely, completely. Yeah. Like, you've got to wash your clothes, you've got to pay your bills. I don't know. I got to take my dog out and pick up his yeah. his poo every day. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I pick up four bags of dog shit. <laughs> so it gets a lot sometimes. You know, four bags. What are you feeding? He's, he's a big dog. Trust me, he's a big dog. Yeah. He's a golden doodle. Oh, um, oh nice. Oh yeah. my god, is that like a cross between a, a retriever, golden and a... retriever, and a poodle? Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, and he eats a lot. Shits a lot. Um, That's it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Didn't know if I could swear. Lovely. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. She does all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I've actually been really good today. The antisocial social media podcast. Coming off the back of a show mm-hmm. like Love Island, where it's huge, you've, you're suddenly like a star overnight, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like what? How? How, how is it? How is it for you? Like when you come off the back of it, like is there counsellors? Is there people you can see? It's it's definitely overwhelming. And I think Love Island always expressed the fact that there's an open door of communication. If I ever felt the need that I needed to speak to somebody, then I could reach out and speak to them. They they always made you aware of that. You know, I'm very lucky in the sense that I have a really incredible support network of family and friends around me who have continued to look out for me, continued to check in with me and notice my behavioral differences if I'm up or if I'm down or if something's affecting me or something isn't. Mm -hmm. So it's, I don't believe it is just Love Island's duty. You know, it's, it's duty of your friends and family who, who care for you. But I like Love Island were there for me if I needed them. Thankfully, I didn't need them, but I always knew that if I hit rock bottom and I had no one else to turn to, then they would be there and they still would be and they will be in a year or two years yeah. if I wanted to reach out to them. Wicked. And do you think, well, yeah, you basically just answered Do, do you think question? there's any more that could be put into place though? After a show like Love Island ends? Uh, it's difficult. I can only really speak for myself. Um, it's got to be done by the individual. I mm. think it depends... And on everything about you, your upbringing, your surroundings, who who looks out for you, your environment, you know. Do you think you need to be a certain kind of person already to to go on a show like that? Do you think you need to sort yeah, of be I in th- a good place already? You've got to be tough skin, uh, like yeah, that. you've got to be resilient, and you've got to know yourself, and you've got to know that the opinions of people don't define you as no. a person, and they really are an opinion through a kind of not a wholesome full scenario you know i've always said and it's no disrespect to the show but i could be having a 10 or 20 minute conversation with somebody and realistically they've got to create an hour's episode Mm. they are going to take two minutes out of that 
or even 30 <laughs> seconds out of that conversation and they will edit it into that so there won't be any context to what I say no. so when I'm there said this one's done that and she's a f***ing idiot <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all you're going to hear yeah. whereas you don't you don't see why I've come to that yeah, conclusion yeah, yeah. and thereafter what I say you just see that bit and so you've got to remember that and everyone makes a decision on how you are completely and, and judges you on that point and, and comes to their own conclusion which is fair enough but I think you as an individual have to be aware that their opinion won't define the situation because you know the situation. I've never watched the show back, right? Yeah. No, never. I not don't really watch episode. myself on TV. Um, no, not a single episode because oh. I, I had an incredible experience there. It was definitely a journey and it was incredibly hard at times as well as incredible at times. But I, I know what happened. I mm -hmm. know that I stayed true to myself and who I am as an individual. And that's all I need to know. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see it from see it from an audience's yeah. point of view. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're not curious. Like, say you get a tweet in or like, so, well, you don't use Twitter, but yeah. say you get an Instagram in or something. Well, you're not like, what are they chatting about? No, not really. No. You know what? Like, I live with my two older brothers who watched it and, okay. and, and my family and friends. And they, they kind of briefed me on what I needed to know how some situations came across and how they didn't. And I was aware of some situations that didn't necessarily portray me in the best light. Yeah, yeah. No. But then again, I, I knew what happened and I was able to defend myself within interviews like this when I went on After Sun and we spoke about certain situations. And I think from that point on, people people slight, understood slightly more that, okay, we're, we're watching an edited yeah. version of something and this guy isn't such a terrible person, you know? Mm. It was just a situation. And you have to act in a situation in that environment. You can't not. The Antisocial Social Media Podcast. Would you say you're a social media influencer? Well, you are <laughs> a social media influencer. Yeah, you influence I, you know people. What? I hate, I, I don't like the word. I think because it's, it's it's been such an overplayed word, yeah, you know, yeah. and it has negative connotations. Yeah, right? and now and now people disrespect you for being an influencer. And I guess, yeah, to an extent, we influence things. You know, I'd like to think of it as I I do quite a lot of charity work, and I'm able to raise awareness for that through my influence and presence on social media. I work with brands that I like, and I'm able to influence and raise awareness of those brands through mm -hmm. my presence. So there is an element of influencing, but it's not like I'm out there influencing the masses to do yeah. do something crazy, you yeah. know? It yeah. is, there, there is an influence, but it's, it's a very vague word within a really big thing like social media yeah yeah mm -hmm. and what about like ads and stuff do you just get sent a product and then you have to you have no, to look, you have to like the product yeah you have to no pretend you to never like you never have <laughs> to did. pretend to like the product i think there's there's an element where you have to be honest with your audience i'd like to think that i'm an honest person and i don't want to sell shit to them yeah, for yeah. no reason you know and if it's something that i wouldn't buy i'd like to not sell it but at the same time right this is an industry that we've got into it is partly my job now and i also need to pay my bills yeah. so there's an element that yes i like some things more than others but if something is completely terrible or or doesn't feel right to me then i won't do it do you think that's the case with everybody or do you think that there are people um, who probably not yeah. to be honest you know i think people are becoming more aware of it and brands are also becoming more aware of it that sometimes they'll pay influencers oh, i just use the word <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> no but they will they'll pay influencers to do something that doesn't really generate anything for them because it's not true to that person yeah. um and i think influencers some will also take take the money because 
yeah. everyone wants to make money yeah. in this world. Yeah. But I, I do think it, it comes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it does come through though when it's something that's authentic that you believe in. Definitely. Yeah. And it comes through when you look at people that you follow that have big followings that are influencers when they post something about something more than once because you're like, okay, they actually legit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are into that. It's not just a. Been paid is that why that. you put hashtag ad at the end? Is that why, like... It's the regulations. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, so you have to do that? There's new regulations ah. that have come in that basically, obviously, before the regulations, people were selling to their audience without their audience realising they were selling to them. Everyone and, was being mugged off. Basically, yeah, a little bit mugged off <laughs> or just, like, thinking that you love a product yeah. when really someone's paying you a thousand pound a time to post it yeah, or however yeah, yeah. much it is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they stopped posting it and they're like, oh, well, I thought you loved this eyeliner so much and it made your eyes look so pretty. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah. What's, like, the weirdest thing you've been asked to influence? <laughs> or has there ever been anything you're like, I can't, that's well weird, I can't Weirdest thing I have been asked to influence? Um, my, my manager knows that there's some things that I wouldn't do, so he probably wouldn't even tell me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But there are some brands that have wanted to throw money at you that I've turned down because mm. I want a brand that is conscious and that and that is a established brand you know and all that is worthy of being showcased yeah. as as bad as that might sound and some people are just looking for an instant return and for their bank balance to go up and yeah. have not put any effort into anything and I've looked at it and I've thought you know what I don't want to wear that I don't really want to sell that to my audience and my audience aren't going to wear that. So as much as I'd love to take your money, I just, I can't, yeah. I can't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I can't make myself love this T-shirt. Literally, yeah. <laughs> so for people who perhaps would want to be an influencer. Yes. Can you give a couple of tips? I can. I think it's not all what it's cracked out to be, you know, mm. and it is hard at times. If you're having a bad day, but you've got, a, you've, your post is scheduled, you know, and it's a, it's a happy post or it's, or you don't have anyone to shoot that product on you. It, it can be difficult at times and you're, and you're trying to get the best possible image when sometimes you just don't feel confident mm. enough. So, so just be aware of the work that goes in. It is not as simple as just, oh yeah, they send me a t-shirt, I take a picture in it and that's that, you know, it's it's a process that happens. Um, it can allow you to do a lot though, which is exciting. You can travel, you can make money, you can meet people, you can have incredible experiences. Um, I also think be be honest with yourself, you know, the truer you are to yourself from the beginning. I think people can tell as well. Yes, and the truer you are to yourself at the beginning, then the less you have to fake it when you make it. And I think that is the hardest thing. People who haven't been true with themselves get to a point where they kind of fall off the bandwagon a little bit because they don't really know who they are anymore. And I think that that can be quite detrimental. I got sent um, moustache cream once. Yeah. And like, as in like gel almost. And I really okay. have like, it's no, not, it's you not got really a bit of stubble. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's quite ginger as well. And I was like, I really don't want to do it. But also I'd said yes to accepting this like parcel. And I was like, I kind of have to do it and now. I feel you. Yeah, sometimes a product isn't always what it seems. No. You know? So you say yes because it looks great and then you get yeah. it and actually it's, it's, it's like falling apart hit. in your hands yeah, yeah. and all yeah. of a sudden you've committed to it. Um, but look, being an influencer, <laughs> again, <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. But you, Would you say it's like a full-time job? Are you like? Thankfully for me, no. 
no because I I know what I want to focus on you know yeah. I want to continue to do TV go into documentary presenting I want to go into more factual stuff and raise awareness for things that matter to me outside of social media and by showing different things that are going on in this world um, but for some people it is a full time job mm -hmm. and they make great money for mm -hmm. it but it consumes their life and it is all about the gram and it's all about the post you know I just got back from Coachella which was an incredible experience but it's also a little bit hyped and full of influencers just mm -hmm. there trying to take yeah. their picture, you know? And I love a festival to just have fun, you know, get pissed, yeah. lose yourself I and get a that. bit weird. Yeah, Whereas yeah. it was very much a bit of like a an influencer festival. Did where you see yeah. the, the meme that was like, it was like a Coachella like banner. Yeah. Where it was like these like American like influencers holding up like love and happiness is here or something like that. And then it, it was like, then it went to Glasgow on the other side and it was just a sign saying Gary Lineker shags crisps. <laughs> 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 it was like, what? Amazing. It was like the difference between like yes. USA and yeah, the yeah, UK. Yeah. I was like, that is actually mental. The Antisocial Social Media Podcast. So Birthday. <laughs> Yes, Earth Day. Earth Day was yes, recently, wasn't it? It and was recently. You spoke a little bit before about like how you'd like to influence and do th mm -hmm. show things that are going on in the world and that sort of thing. And I saw that you shared on your Insta the Ten Tree post, the Earth Day post about the, um, the picture the of the tree. Plant, yes. Where if you like the picture... Yeah, they'll plant a million trees if it gets to a certain amount yeah, of likes. Yeah, it's already got to 15 million. Wow. Which is like... Is that how many likes? Incredible. Your post? No, 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 in a positive way like helping save the planet incredibly important uh, that's that that's is the vibe, beauty that is the beauty of social media it can raise so much incredible awareness for things that matter we get lost in the bullshit of it you know um i'm I'm very environmentally conscious. I'm I'm aware of our human impact to our world and our environment. And I think that if we don't change our ways soon, we are going to leave a detrimental impact that is irreversible to our planet, which is really quite scary because it's not going to affect us and our generation. It might not even affect the next generation, mm. but for future generations, we are destroying our home and our earth and it's not like we can just just leave it and pop to another one you know yeah. this is all we've got yeah. and so it's really scary um it's also quite close to home my brother owns a company called cano water which yeah. is uh an 100 percent recyclable alternative to single-use plastic and single-use plastic is one of our biggest problems and there's more alternatives but yet people are still choosing to buy into products because of a brand name or because they they like it and i it's a i just think that we can do so much more as individuals but it's it, it's like so for an example i once i was living in cape town at one point when there was a really bad drought happening and they asked everyone to only shower for like a minute a day right but People weren't really doing it because it was like, well, the geezer that lives next door me isn't showering for one minute a day, so why should I? Yeah. If we live our life with that mentality, then nothing is ever going to get changed. Mm -hmm. But if we hope that, all right, the geezer next door is showering for a minute a day, so I'm going to do the same, and hopefully the neighbour yeah. on the other side, mm -hmm. then, then we'll start to change our ways. And so, I don't know, I believe that with social media, we can create a huge difference and raise awareness. Again, Youth for Climate Change, who um, were campaigning in London recently to raise more awareness for climate change, was so incredible because it is the youth of today yeah. who have left school. You know, they've they've 
bunked off secondary school in order to go and campaign and petition and march on things that they believe in. And I think more and more is being done in order to raise awareness. But it's got to come from these big powerhouse companies who really control us without even us realizing that they control us. But then again, they're too consumed by the fact that they're turning over millions and billions and they Mm -hmm. don't really care about their impact because for them it's not going to affect them in their lifetime mm. so mm. things are starting to happen like mcdonald's with the paper straws yes and yeah. things like they're starting to but it's way too yeah. slow yeah and the un banned um like i think it was seven or eight single-use plastic products by i think 2018 uh, 2019 or 2020 um so like single-use plastic cups and straws as you said won't be within our consumer market mm. so much but then again we still need to do more, yeah. you know, fast fashion for one is, is a huge, a mm. huge problem in our environment. Mm-hmm. And it is one of the biggest kind of, it has the biggest impact on polluting our environment, but we don't really think about that because we want to buy clothes for the cheapest we can. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very true. It is very true. Like, I never think about that. You never think our clothes, clothes are polluting the world. Completely. Yeah. Of course they are. And it's also how, how much product we buy for just the simple gratification of buying it and then just throwing it away without thinking of it. You know, me, myself, I buy so much that I don't really need to, you know, I've got a great set sets of jeans. I don't need any more jeans until I decide that these jeans really don't need me anymore. And then you dispose of them accordingly. So I don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying I'm an angel. I don't also have a part to play within it because I do. I'm no angel, but I think the more conscious we can be, yeah, every bit helps. And just being aware of your impact, you know, not throwing something out the car window or not throwing your chewing gum on the floor, Mm. but waiting to put it in a bin, you know, because chewing gum is is everywhere and that doesn't Mm. just Mm. biodegrade, you know, it just stays there. So Mm. it's these little things. So there's so many little things, but they all add up to a lot. Yeah, even your face scrub. Yeah. That's the microbeads. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's got a little... Yeah, and then it goes into the drains and then it goes into the oceans and then the fish are eating the microbeads and then mm. and then we're farming the fish and then we're and then the plastic is going back into into our food chain and then we're eating plastic, you know. It's all these little yeah, things yeah, that yeah, we don't yeah. really think of. Yeah. But that's well, where social media can be exactly. really handy. Because yes. that kind of thing. Like even now when I go into like a pub and they don't have paper straws or they have plastic straws. I'm like, that's tacky. I feel it in my head. No, I'm like, come yeah. on, you can change yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, everyone completely. else, it's like, we're, it's yeah. it's the speed that we're moving at. And then the younger generation than us will hopefully start, when they start going out and stuff like that, it'll all be paper straws. Yeah, and, and they're so be. aware of it. You know, one yeah. of the biggest things for me is like, I'll order something off Amazon, I'll order a book, and it will come in the biggest box I've ever seen for a book to come in. Yeah. And it's it's people just not thinking. And it's... And it's stupid because... A just, big box probably costs them more money. You can, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's just full of unnecessary space and little bits of cardboard to fill the space. Mm. And it's like, <laughs> just think about what you're putting the book in yeah, and put yeah, the book yeah. in something smaller and then we're all happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Totally, man. Good old social yeah. media. Should we have a roundup? up? <laughs> 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 hey, yeah. I feel empowered now. Yeah, I'm going to go out and change the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Um, So overall, for anybody who's listening to this, how can people use social media positively and healthily? What are your sort of your views on that? I think... Any tips? Yeah, I think just to be mindful, to be conscious of what you are doing and how it is affecting you. So 
So be aware of what you're looking at and what you're feeding your brain with, the information that you're feeding it with. It can even boil down to like an ex of yours. You know, if that person was that person made you feel bad about yourself and you're constantly seeing their posts. I'm not saying go and unfollow them and block them. Oh, I've but done Instagram that. has an incredible mute. tool where you can just mute them. You know, yeah, like yeah, true. I've done it in the past because I don't really want to see what my ex is doing right. anymore because it makes me feel shit about myself. Mm. So mm. mute them. They don't need to know any different. And just remove them from your life. Also be honest with yourself. You know, if you're portraying a false representation of yourself on social media, it's only going to eat away at you. Mm. And remember, social media is an incredibly powerful tool. So use it to your advantage. But be aware of the fact that it's not necessarily 100% of somebody's life. So don't let it get you down because... That everybody has a shit day fly, yeah everyone has a shit day and just because they're flying around on a private jet it doesn't mean that someone's not paying for them to do it and it's mm-hmm. their private jet and they're not going back to their mum's house in god knows where in, in their That's single it. bed you know yeah. like, it's all smoke it's and mirrors all smoke and mirrors it's all perception and just remember that there's a lot more out there than social media and it shouldn't define you or control you no but you can use it in a really positive way you can spread the word yes and it is it's an incredible tool Mm-hmm. So let's let's use it together in order to raise awareness for things that matter. Yeah, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank it has you. been a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Woo, woo, woo. The Anti Social Social Media Podcast.